Welcome friends. Happy Labor, Labor Day. Today I learned, T-I-L, that Labor Day was actually started in the late 1800s by socialists and communists. Fitting, a holiday where people don't work was created by socialists. Makes sense, right? Another one of these holidays I just don't get. A lot of things in society I don't get. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Burning Man. Did I dare misgender that organization? Burning Man getting flooded out. Mask mandates getting wrecked. Some of these liberal arts colleges that tried to uh, install mask mandates are now walking that back. Rescinding their mandates after backlash. Pretty glorious. We'll also talk about Elon Musk and his fight against the ironically named Anti-Defamation League, otherwise known as the Defamation League. DeSantis's campaign is imploding. What else? Oh, Pfizer beefing with Moderna. <laughs> Big Pharma eating their own. That's pretty great. Pfizer's all upset over Moderna's patents and suing him, I guess. Mm, a few other things, too. So, burning man. Jeez. Anyway, uh, let's just get into it here. A lot to talk about. A lot of rants I'm sure I'll be going on tonight. I do want to share with you guys a video that I uploaded this morning on SHTF prepping. Shit hits the fan prepping. I'm going to be getting more into prepping content, firearms-related content on my channels, uh, storage of food, water, essentials, homesteading type stuff. Subjects that I'm very interested in, that I want to learn about, and when I learn about it, I'll be sharing it with you. So go check out this video, Prepping Basics, 7 Categories to Stockpile. I am by no means an expert in this content. I am an avid learner, but it's something that I feel a lot of people out there also should be learning. So as I learn it, I'll share it with you. Good stuff. Uh, and then news that I found right before coming live here. Uh, super sad. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with this gentleman named Josh. His handle is uh, the Dirty Truth or at AKA the Real Dirty. He has been posting online for years. He just clips videos from news, news segments clip stuff from mainstream shows and posts it on social media, just follows the news and then posts it for people on the internet. He's been doing great work for years, but sad news here is that apparently he passed away last night. He's been confined to a wheelchair. I don't know what disease he had or why he was uh, pretty much confined to a hospital bed in a wheelchair for so long, but... He fought through his illness, and every single day, he would do everything. He wasn't able to even use, really, his limbs. So he would, all he would do was um, talk to text, and he was able to fight through that and still catalog all kinds of new segments and post them and do talk to text to write and post it. it he was a true fighter. Super selfless with the work he did. And it was great. Josh was a great dude. 
and sadly he passed away last night so anyway another uh another fighter another digital soldier resting in valhalla have fun in the afterlife josh you earned a you earned a good one so on this labor day we got joe Biden. what does he have to say about jobs told when i ran for president i i told you i'd have your back and i have you know there are a lot of politicians in this country who don't know how to say the word union. They talk about labor, they don't say union. It's union. I'm one of them, I'm proud to say union. I'm proud to be the most pro-union president according to the experts about in American history. And, that's my, and by the way, I make no bones about that. Folks, in this labor day, let me tell you what we're celebrating. We're celebrating jobs, good paying jobs. Jobs you can raise the family on, union jobs. You've heard me say it before, but my dad used to have an expression, I swear to God. Jobs you can raise a family on. Really? Really? <laughs> I love every time Joe Biden talks. He sounds like this. He's a tough on this Labor Day. Good paying jobs. Jobs you can raise a family on. Yeah, sure. Okay. Your minimum wage goes up to 15 bucks or 17 bucks an hour or what have you. But the increase in wages is far less than the increase in cost of goods. Go back to the 1970s when people's incomes were able to support the purchasing of a home and a car or multiple cars. And you didn't even necessarily need a dual income household to be able to afford those things. Wages go up. How many times in the last 50 years? Eh, I don't know. I don't know the exact numbers. Five, six, seven times. But the cost of a house and a car goes up 10, 12, 15 times. So, yeah. Jobs you can raise a family on. My ass crack. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. In the pure poetic nature of this statement is etched into stone by a jobs report that came out last Friday. This jobs report showed that 1.2 million native-born, American-born workers lost their jobs. Meanwhile, they were replaced by almost 700,000 foreign-born workers. Now the argument could be made, sure, you got a lot of entitled fuckwits in society who were born here who just don't want to work those jobs. They don't want to go back to work, so then... The immigrants come here, and they're more than happy to get their hands dirty and work. Okay, that's there's something to be said about that. But how many of these foreign-born workers were not necessarily legally naturalized citizens? There's also that argument to be made. And then, jobs you can raise a family on? Good-paying jobs? Right. Living in absolute fantasy land. Also, people living in fantasy land are all the people that go to Burning Man. All the rich tech bros from Southern California going to spend... Gosh, how much does it cost to even get into Burning Man? Like thousands, tens of thousands of dollars to hang out there for the weekend and watch people burn giant effigies to whatever entities they pray to. Burning Man revelers complain about harrowing escapes from flooded desert. 
Um, 70,000 people reported stranded over the weekend in a desert, ironically named Black Rock Desert. That's uh, coincidental. And here's the thing. When there's only one highway in or out of anywhere, anywhere, uh, it might not be a good idea to go, especially when that one highway goes out to the middle of Timbuktu with 70,000 other people. And um, did these people just not check the weather reports? I mean, it's a good idea to have, like, a contingency plan, right? Speaking of prepping. <laughs> and then, isn't it just too funny that these tens of thousands of people go out into the middle of the desert to have some, like, self-sustaining, self-sufficient little hangout for a week. And clearly they are not self-sustainable or self-sufficient if some rain and mud just destroys their ability to, uh, I don't know, hang out and do drugs and whatnot. I don't know, Burning Man has just gotten pretty freaking ridiculous. I've heard all kinds of stories about how Burning Man has just drastically changed over the last five to ten years, how it's become so elitist, and they claim to be inclusive and accepting and all this stuff. Oh, if you're different, we accept you. Meanwhile, it's just become so political. And I, I think at Burning Man a couple of years ago, they were even checking people's like vaccine cards and pushing masks and all that sort of stuff. Uh, that's just what I had heard. I don't know if that's true or not, but what a just mess. What a waste, honestly. How many of these people complain about ruining the environment and climate change and all that sort of stuff and they just go out and trash the desert and burn a bunch of wood slabs and uh i don't know what a mess but yeah just not a good idea to go especially when it's out in the middle of the freaking nevada desert and rain's coming and <laughs> man not very self-sufficient people here's a uh Here's a video of a YouTuber I follow. He's a private pilot, and uh, he actually took his plane over Burning Man to get some aerial views of it, and yeah, it's just a mess. People getting stuck in the mud, four-wheeling, not helping, just getting destroyed. Oh, and Chris Rock, even some celebrities that were there like, nope. Chris Rock having to hitchhike in the back of a fan's truck to get out of there. Chris Rock and then uh, music producer Diplo. <laughs> Getting out of there in the back of a fan's pickup truck. Classic. So uh, it's going to be tough for Burning Man in the, in the coming years. All right. All right. Uh, one more thing on this. There is kind of a fake rumor floating around. Man, you just have to be so careful on social media. People don't fact check shit for shit. Seriously. And they just report rumors as if they're true. Ah, uh, rumor. I'm not even going to try to investigate this. I'm just going to post it, insinuating it's true, so I can get some clicks and likes on my page and whatever. The rumor is that FEMA is possibly stepping in to shut down Burning Man. The rumor is originating from this text. 
Here is a text message from some random ass people I don't know. So I'm going to post it to my page and act like it's true. Right? I mean, good God. It's like every single week something happens in the world or in the country. People just come up with the most asinine actual conspiracy theories about it. And, ah, man. Social media is just killing me these days. Truther. Truther community. Patriot community. Social media. Can't stand it. All kinds of people in these comments. Lies. Fake. I'm there. That's fake. I know people there. It's fake. And then they leave up these posts. <laughs> they just leave them up. Gotta get them engagements. Gotta get monetized on Twitter, guys. So let's just spam a bunch of clickbait garbage. Anyway. Uh, moving on to Adam Watermelonhead Schiff on Jen Psaki. Oh, I miss Jen Psaki. She was such a she was such a peach. Adam Schiff saying the quiet part out loud, saying the real reason that they're indicting the heck out of Trump right now. There is an argument uh, circulating about whether the 14th Amendment that prohibits anyone, quote, engaged in insurrection or rebellion from holding public office bars Trump from running for president. Now, this hasn't been tested in our system before. Uh, Do you think what is your thought on whether that's a valid argument? Is it circling? I think it is a valid argument. Uh, You know, the 14th Amendment, Section 3, is pretty clear. If you engage in acts of insurrection or rebellion against the government, or you give aid and comfort to those who do, you are disqualified from running. It doesn't require that you be convicted of insurrection. Uh, it just requires that uh, you have engaged in these acts. It's a disqualification from holding office again. Uh, and it fits Donald Trump to a T. Uh, I think <laughs> to a TDS. So they don't want to put Trump in prison. That's not their main motivation. Their main motivation is to just prevent him from holding any kind of public office ever again. And that could explain the whole false flag around January 6th. Get a bunch of fed boys in there, get a bunch of paid provocateurs, frame it, make it look like an insurrection, and then come at him with some indictments to give justification for some sort of 14th Amendment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everything that guy just says bullshit. We also got Alex Soros. So Adam Schiff is a little nervous, clearly, about Orange Man Bad. Alex Soros is too. Remember, Alex Soros just took over George Soros's empire. Next in line, next in charge. And he was saying here, let's see. Oh, Alex Soros published a brief essay for Politico. Wow, that makes sense. That makes all the sense in the world. So Alex Soros says he believes a MAGA-style Republican victory in next year's U.S. presidential election could, in the end, be worse for the European Union than for the U.S. (laughs) Orange man bad! Are you not entertained? And that's, yeah. Soros is nervous. It's pretty great. It's going to be worse for the European Union. The reason why, he says, is because such an outcome will imperil European unity. 
and undermine the progress achieved on many fronts in response to the war in Ukraine, a.k.a. it's going to wreck the globalists. They don't want any kind of populist uprising. They don't want people to realize how these puppet politicians installed by the Illuminati, Deep State, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, it's obvious. It's obvious. No shit, Sherlock! So they're all nervous about it. And then onto DeSantis's campaign imploding. So this founder of a super PAC, it was called the DeSantis Super PAC. He completely jumped ship away from DeSantis. And he explains this in an interview on, uh, was it News Nation? Or I'm not sure where he did this interview. Um... Anyway, this is what he says. And so I, along with a lot of grassroots supporters and major donors, said, okay, let's draft DeSantis, encourage him to run for president because we think he's got the stuff. Except there was one problem, Adrian. It's that when Governor DeSantis did end up launching, he had a failure to launch and he's never recovered. And while he may be a great governor, he's not ready for the national stage. And we don't think that he's ready to beat Joe Biden. And on the flip side, Adrian, we think that Donald Trump, in spite of all of his legal challenges, has honestly run nearly a flawless effort uh, with strategic ad spends against his opponent DeSantis, good messaging choices that really I hadn't seen in 2016 or 2020. So for all of those reasons, we are reverse course to get behind Donald Trump, not just because we think he's gonna be the nominee, but honestly, we think he's the best person to beat Joe Biden in the general. I have a question though, because in, in watching all of this evolve, to me there- Ugh, I can't stand News Nation. I can't stand that network. They're rising so fast in popularity, primarily because of their UFO reporting. So a lot of people are all excited about News Nation and watching them more and more. And News Nation claims to be all unbiased and nonpartisan, but I just feel like they're such, I feel like it's totally sketchy network. Anyway, yeah, DeSantis super PAC guy, totally jumping ship. So, there's that. There's that. Now, mask mandates. Atlanta Liberal Arts College, Morse Brown, reinstated mask mandates a few weeks ago, confirmed that it has ended the rule after two weeks because of backlash. Purely because of backlash. <laughs> Good. Good. Zero. Zero respect for people who try to push this shit, who complain about masks, who try to get me or anybody else to wear one. I mean, maybe the first time, maybe for the first few months. I I understand their fear. I, I didn't freaking wear one or push that on anybody, but okay. I'll, I'll give them the first time. But the second time, really, really shit for brains you're gonna you're gonna comply again you're gonna fall for that bs again no uh, but fauci out here not looking good by the way not looking good at all fauci went on to cnn yesterday talking about how he is concerned people will not abide by mask recommendations still at it still freaking at it what kind of blackmail you think they have on this guy? Because Fauci's retired. He's long gone. 
from the NIH, they've got to have all kinds of blood. I mean, I'm sure they do with all the shit Fauci's been doing in government for how many frickin' centuries. They're just rolling them out like a puppet. Tamp dance for the public. Tap danced, Fauci. How worried are you that people will not follow advice to wear masks if, big if, if we get to that? Well, Michael, that's a very good question. As you said, if we get to that, I mean, we're starting to see a surge of cases, as you mentioned, about an 18 or 19 percent increase in hospitalizations, certainly going in the wrong direction, what looks like a late summer and into the fall surge. How bad it's going to get, we don't know. As you know, this is a very unpredictable virus has shown us that over the last three and a half years. I am concerned that people will not abide by recommendations and and when you know that's just like uh your opinion man concerned people will not abide by recommendations multiple times in this segment he tried to say oh we're not forcing anybody we're not talking about mandates or forcing anybody yeah you you did for years don't try to rewrite history we, we know exactly what you did we don't forget pepperidge farmer members and then Dell Big Trees, ICANN, Informed Consent Action Network, obtained some documents through a FOIA request. And these documents showed how the CDC and the FDA completely ignored a U.S. military investigation that revealed vaccine failures. So back in early 2021, January 2021, uh... A U.S. military investigation revealed signs of vaccine failures and showed how actually a lot of people getting vaccinated were getting more sick, contracting COVID. It actually, these vaccines didn't prevent the illness, as we were told, by people like Fauci and many, many others. And then when the military tried to bring this information, this investigation, to the CDC and the FDA... The CDC, the Center for Disease Creation, and the FDA, the Fraud and Death Administration, as I call them, they both completely ignored that information, that investigation from the U.S. military. Hmm. You can't fix stupid. Wrong, wrong statement. It's not stupid. This is, this is willing negligence. They're not dumb. They're very clever. They're very cunning. They're just arrogant and psychopathic. Sick in the head. So, there's that. And now Pfizer beefing with Moderna. Pfizer asks a court to revoke Moderna's COVID vaccine patents, claiming that these patents are too broad and they involve technologies that They've been working on long before 2015. I love it. They're eating their own. I have no idea what would be the outcome of that, but hey, all right. Pfizer, sue Moderna. Moderna, sue Pfizer. Keep at it. Uh, on to some other stories. Arson confirmed as the cause of Louisiana's largest ever wildfire. 
Louisiana getting a wildfire. You don't hear about that. Hardly at all, ever. But yes, it was arson. I seem to remember last week looking into the Canadian fires, even fires around the states. Um, weren't we called conspiracy theorists for suggesting that these fires could have been intentionally set? I seem to remember a lot of Canadian fake news media saying that it has to be climate change. It's most definitely climate change setting the fires because somehow climate change can cause ignition like that. Not arson. It's crazy to suggest arson. But at least in Louisiana, it was arson. I mean, most, most wildfires are caused by arson. I think it's like 50-50. Or maybe even 60-40 or something like that. So, like half the wildfires are caused by lightning strikes and whatnot. I think even over half, maybe up to 60% of um, wildfires are set by either arson or just unintentional dumb shits flicking cigarettes or leaving campfires unattended or something like that. So... I think I think a good majority of them are caused by dumb humans. All right. Yale. Can't stand Yale. Assistant professor of pediatrics at Yale says that doing nothing, i.e. letting kids grow up without puberty blockers and surgery is doing them harm. Oh, this was a News Nation broadcast too. Yeah, Chris freaking Cuomo left CNN to go work at News Nation. That should tell you everything you need to know about News Nation. Anyway, let's listen to crazy Yale professor. In terms of the concern that, yeah, but when they're young, they don't know. And you should wait. We wait with kids on everything else. We don't like to make decisions about where they're going to go to college, yeah. let alone what uh, their identity is. Response. My response is that um, kids know their genders, <laughs> unequivocally. Cisgender kids know their genders, and transgender kids know their genders, and there shouldn't be really a difference between them. Think about how sure you felt of your gender from some of your earliest childhood memories. I didn't know what the heck a gender was when I was a kid. <laughs> what? <laughs> These are, I mean, they're simple dynamics, but they're fairly complex dynamics that children, they have no freaking idea about. They know boy, they know girl. What, what is all this alphabet soup bullshit? Kids don't know that. This is an assistant professor of pediatrics at Yale. It's no different. The confusion comes from external factors in our society that impose since gender at normativity on young people. Like you, what do you say to parents who say? People like you, you ass clown. You're the one that promotes all this confusion on them. What's so confusing about boy girl? Boy girl. Ah, you know, but he, he'll figure it out. She'll figure it out. This is just a phase. What do you say? Um, that young people do know who they are. And we, we say, you know, one thing that I like to say is like, what does it cost you to just affirm who they say they are? 
it can cost a hell of a lot of mental wear and tear, emotional strain, a lifetime of just confusion about reality if you're going to begin falling into that social engineering brainwashing dynamics then you're going to get socially pressured to believe this about yourself this about reality and it, it goes through life she got them crazy eyes too what what <laughs> she probably doesn't even have any kids because who would date that crazy uh, and then over here at Kaiser, a horrified hospital employee leaks a DEI, good old DEI, training that was pushing three-year-olds to identify as transgender. This was a DEI training from Kaiser Permanente. And within this training included the phrase such as, many trans Gender people have always known their true gender. Three years old, bro. Three-year-olds can't even spell gender. They don't know what the heck a gender is. All they want to do is color and play with Play-Doh. Or at least they should. But now these days, freaking heck. Oh my god. Kaiser. What is the world coming to? Uh, over here in the military, we are now having, well, we have recruitment woes for a lot of different reasons, such as COVID vaccine pushing and crazy presidents getting us into uh, basically foreign wars like over in Ukraine. But Recruitment woes are also being had because of the obesity epidemic. One in three young adults, teenagers, are now uh, overweight. One in three, 33%, one-third. I think the statistic is just over one in three adults aged 17 to 24 are too heavy to serve in the military. So now what the military is doing is, oh my gosh, the Pentagon reported 77% of Americans of recruitment age don't qualify for military service due to drug abuse, obesity, or mental or physical health issues. Good God. So what the military is starting to do is fat camp, basically. They're calling it the Future Soldier Preparatory Course. It's being held in South Carolina. It is a three-month pre-induction training period that they send overweight people to before even going to boot camp. So this is like training to go to training. You go to fat camp for three months. I mean... <laughs> This is so sad. I mean, these are the people that like can't even run a mile. If you can't even run a mile without stopping, that's sad. Sad. Can't even do a few push-ups or one pull-up. 
The Pentagon has already taken steps to dumb down their ASVAB test to help people get in. I think they've even weakened their uh, physical requirements too. Relaxed their push-up standards, sit-up standards, running standards, things like that. Weak. Weak. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. out here telling the truth like he normally does. Thank you, RFK Jr. Speaking on BlackRock recently. BlackRock and Vanguard, State Street Capital. He was talking about how these giant, ginormous, enormous investment companies are robbing Americans of the ability to own homes because these investment firms buy up all these houses and then just rent them out and jack up the rent. Monthly mortgage payments for homebuyers are up 20% just in the last year. Yeah, thanks, Federal Reserve. Money printer go brrrr, and then money printer stop. And when either of those things happen, we get screwed. Cost of the average home has gone from $250,000 to $400,000 just in four years. So how about those, uh, how about those jobs, Joe? How about those jobs you can raise a family on? How are you going to raise that family when home prices have gone up 40% in four years? Anyway, yes. BlackRock, Vanguard. Awful, awful, awful. Uh, a few more things. Cyber attack shuts down two of the world's leading telescopes. Speaking of prepping. Society's getting weird, folks. Society's getting real weird. Natural disasters, um, things just getting too gridded, too dependent when it comes to electricity, energy, uh, cyber attacks, weird shit like this, right? Who knows what will happen in the coming years. And then Elon Musk versus the Anti-Defamation League. So today, Elon Musk tweeted, To be super clear, I'm pro-free speech, but against anti-Semitism of any kind. Somebody asked who is questioning this. Elon says, Since the acquisition, the ADL has been trying to kill this platform, kill Twitter, by falsely accusing it and me of being anti-Semitic. Elon then says, our U.S. advertising revenue is still down 60%, primarily due to pressure on advertisers by the Anti-Defamation League. And that's according to the advertisers. So the ADL almost succeeded in killing Twitter. And I think Elon even posted that he's going to uh, sue the Anti-Defamation League. So... That sounds all good and well, sure. I very much support Elon suing the ADL and the ADL getting absolutely wrecked because screw the ADL, freaking commies. But what's also kind of weird is that Twitter has been banning accounts of a German political group called Generation Identity. And the report is that Twitter shut down accounts of generation identity after meeting 
with a representative from the Anti-Defamation League. So is Elon Musk actually going after the ADL? Or is he still bowing to the ATL's demands? ADL is probably trying to paint Generation Identity as being some Nazi organization, but it appears they are just a patriotic youth movement, probably similar to the uh, Young Americans for Liberty or Turning Point USA or something like that here in the States. <laughs> yeah, what's going on at Twitter? What's the deal? Still, some people out there haven't got their Twitter accounts back after a year. So, I don't know, man. Sometimes I'm still on the fence with Musk a bit. I see him doing a lot of good stuff. But, 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 there are other things that still make me question. All right. That's it for today, guys. We'll hang out for a bit. I see some questions coming in the chat. So I will turn on some tunes. Get to your super chats. Thank you, Lady Be Good. Now a monthly supporter over on Rumble. Appreciate it. Mesmerist. $11 Rumble rant. Hey, Jordan, did you win the AR-15 at Trivia Night? Oh, that's a sore spot for me. No, I didn't. I freaking didn't. Um, I think I'm even going to write a Substack article about that tomorrow. Because that, that was a funny story. No, I came in third at Conspiracy Trivia Night. And uh, I was the only person there alone. There were like... 30 or 40 groups that entered and you could have up to four people in your group and pretty much all the groups had three or four people I was the only person in the place that was alone so uh, no I got I got a few questions wrong because a few of them were flat earth questions there were like four or five flat earth questions and I missed two of them not I'm like, of course, it's gonna be flat earth questions. And then a couple of the questions were about movies from the 90s. Conspiracy theory movies from the 90s. And I just, I'm not a big movie buff. So I missed a couple of those questions. But yeah, I came in third. Bummed. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, I like, I had a feeling there was some clickbait shit that was gonna come up at Conspiracy Theory Trivia Night, and there totally was. There was a question about med beds, and a question that came up about the Nazara quantum financial system shit, and I knew, I knew this bar owner was like, he's probably a frickin' Charles Ward watcher or something. Like, totally. But he was a cool guy. Uh, the mayor was there, that's pretty sweet. Frickin' mayor <laughs> who said conspiracy theory trivia night. It was packed though. It was packed at that bar. There was like over a hundred people there. If you would have asked me five, even five years ago, ten years ago, if uh, you know I'd be hanging out at at a bar doing conspiracy theory trivia night, 
then uh yeah this is fun there there were a few questions about q there's probably a half dozen questions about q of course i smoked those ones but it was it was sweet it was cool Right? I should have asked for a recount. Was he got Dominion voting systems? Counting those ballots? I'll definitely be going to the next one though. Smash it. I only uh I only missed second place by one. If I would have got one more right, I would have got second place. when I got there I saw some I saw some old timers coming in wearing their conspiracy theory shirts and when I saw the old timers coming in I'm like oh shit it's gonna be some competition in here tonight chat says you can win an assault weapon at trivia night over there first of all what is an assault weapon? Can you define that for me, please? But yeah, um, totally. Just uh, just Idaho things. They were uh, the winner of the conspiracy theory trivia night. Got an AR-15. <laughs> nice. And the way I found out about it was the. Uh, local Boise newspaper, the Idaho Statesman, total left-wing shit rag. They ran a hit piece on the bar that was doing conspiracy theory trivia night. And I saw the Idaho Statesman's tweet about it, their hit piece tweet. I'm like, no way. So thanks, Idaho shit rag Statesman, for letting me know about that. I went and participated. Uh, yeah, there was actually one one person in the bar who recognized me. So, if you're watching this, thank you. It's pretty cool. Oh, one of the questions I got wrong was uh, in the movie Back to the Future. What was the name of the plaza that the terrorists attacked? What? I guess the reason why it was conspiratorial is because they were saying it was like a, uh, one of the predictive programming foresh foreshadowing things of 9-11. I've seen Back to the Future, but I don't know the freaking name of that plaza. What the hell? Twin Pines. Yeah, it was Twin Pines. Um, so, you should have been on my team, man. Chill cucumber. You would have wrecked it. But yeah, I didn't know that. So, like I said, I missed the Flat Earth questions. And I missed the... Like, I got a couple of the Flat Earth questions right. But one of the Flat Earth questions was, what was the... Uh, what was the Bible scripture that was etched on Werner von Braun's tombstone, I think. 
And, uh, yeah, I didn't know that one. I just guessed. I guessed a Genesis verse, and it was a Psalms verse. Yeah, I didn't know that one. Um, ah, man. Bunch of you guys knew it was Twin Pines. Son of a bitch. I feel like an idiot now. <laughs> Oh, I've had that thought before, chat. Someone's gonna make a killing off a conspiracy board game. There's already some out there. What they need to make is a Cards Against Humanity style conspiracy board game. Like, the Illuminati against humanity. <laughs> Cabal against humanity. Um, that'd be fun. Get drunk and have some fun with a <laughs> card game like that. But yeah, I'm sure there's conspiracy board games already out there, but totally untapped market. But if you make a creative one that's fun, you could totally. Oh yeah. Could you check your phone? No. They had some referees walking around the crowd, and if you got caught, on any kind of device, tablet, smartwatch, smartphone, they kicked you out. <laughs> I was even, a, I was talking to one of the refs, and I'm like, you need a red card. Like referees in a, in a soccer match or football match, how they have red cards and kick players out of the game. So uh, I convinced the referee to walk around with a red card. <laughs> Showing it to people to kick them out. But yeah, no, you weren't allowed any devices. What's up, chat? Have we talked about Phil Godlewski's deposition videos? No, we haven't talked about that, but I did see that... I haven't caught up with Frodlewski for a while. He's been off my radar, but I did come across his deposition video yesterday. Man, what an ass clown. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot he existed for a while too. Uh, but one of the one of the lawyers is pressing him on crazy stuff that he uh, he's posted, like one claim that Phil made in a video once that Hillary Clinton's been tribunaled or secretly arrested or whatever. And this lawyer's like, "What's your source for that?" Godlewski's trying to tap dance around the question. I can't reveal my sources. I'm a journalist. Journalists can't reveal sources, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> ah! This was from Godlewski's lawsuit against the Scranton Times. Defamation lawsuit. I guess he was in court or he filmed a deposition for it at the end of July. It was from like a month and a half ago. What's up, Jeff? 
Thanks for the tip. And a Substack link. Tierney. I think I follow, do they have a Telegram account? I think I follow their Telegram account. That name sounds familiar. Tierney. What's the official definition for ass clown? <laughs> I'll have to get back to you on that one. I like that word though. I like that slur. One who clowns around on asses. Mm, yes. What do I know about that guy? I don't know about his Substack. Tierney? I think I follow his Telegram channel. I don't know much about him though. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is sad that Josh passed away. He did such good work too. Yeah, I do follow Tierney. I think I like this channel. I think I've come across it before. Looks like they changed their name, though. They used to not be called Tierney Real News. Maybe they rebranded or something. Oh, yeah, they share my stuff quite a bit. That means I like them. Did I ever watch that video on Derek Johnson clowning on Oliver Anthony? Shit, I didn't. If you have that link handy, send it over and I'll watch it right after this. But, uh... Dude, what a... Ooh, how would I do that, though? If I did a live trivia night on my channel... Oh, I love that idea. But how would I do that? I would have to turn the chats off somehow, or... Hmm. Or would the winner just be the first person who comments? Um. How could I structure that in a way that's fair? If you have any ideas, send them over. I love that idea. Live trivia night. Hmm. I'll think on that. Oh, come on. Some of us can't type well. <laughs>
haul in. <laughs> call in show. Yeah, I guess an email could work. First person to email me at this address. Huh. Would I ship an AR to Canada if you win? Unfortunately, I do not have the resources or the means to do that. And I don't want to end up on any more lists than I'm probably already on. Ooh, it would have the answer would have to be in the form of a rumble rant. <laughs> would I feel grifty doing that? I don't know. Good idea though. Yeah, just like a one dollar rant being the entry. Alright. Need a buzzer. Oh yeah, I'd probably have like a time limit on it. Yeah, I'm gonna think on that. You guys are giving me some good ideas here. I like it. Trivia night would be fun. Yeah, if you win and you're in Canada, I'll send you some maple syrup. How about that? I don't know. I'll find some prize. Like a mug or a t-shirt or something money is distribution of the rants that came in mm. Mm, okay like a crowdfunded crowdsourced trivia oh, oh thanks for that link I'm gonna watch Derek Johnson complain about Oliver Anthony tonight. Going to GART? No. I won't be at GART this month. Unfortunately. I would love to be there. Looks like it's going to be beautiful right on the beach in Florida, but uh, I'm quite busy this month. But I'll be at the next GART. If you're in Canada and you win trivia night, I'm gonna send you a fire extinguisher. <laughs> Oof. 
The internet is ruthless, I swear. Expo video. Yeah, it's about time for one of those, huh? I'll be able to do one this weekend. Alright guys, I think I'm going to head out for tonight. Frito! Hey Jordan, not sure if you touched on it, but what's up with that dude on Twitter saying my dad is CIA? Is he the same guy that I called out for poaching other people's tweets? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, there's been some real ass clowns on Twitter the past... Uh, Last week or something like that. Yeah, let me show you this guy. He just started, like, coming after me out of nowhere. Then he claimed my dad was CIA. <laughs> I'm like, oh. News to me. Where was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, here it is. So this account. Doc Holiday. Super sketchy dude. Uh, just randomly posts this. This is like a... First of all, this video is like three years old. So... Why does this guy have a three-year-old video of me? Asks, who is Jordan Sather? Just some average Joe Q follower or something else? Then this weirdo, I don't know who Ruby Ray Media is, but his dad's CIA. I'm like, oh, news to me, got proof. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't get it, man. It seems like the past few weeks, people have gone crazy. Or some of these assets have been activated, if you know what I mean. Like you've got that in the Matrix authority click group. They've been attacking everybody, going after General Flynn and everybody. Um, Freaking weird. All ass clowns activated. It's the word of the day. All ass clowns deployed for sure. Tell you what, if my dad was CIA, I would be the most shocked person in the world. <laughs> Never would have thought.
Yeah, apparently if you use your real name and photo on the internet, you're a fed. There was some crazy lady under uh, Matrix, in the Matrix Twitter feed, uh, replying to one of those tweets. And she claimed that I killed a ufologist. What? Yo, I gotta show you guys this one. So... Here's in the Matrix being a douchebag. Shill, whatever. And then, it's this lady. Look at this crazy lady. Remember her? She actually got cued once. That's what I posted. I posted cues like, ah shit, we shouldn't have never promoted these ass clowns like Titler and Matrix. <laughs> ass clowns. And then, Titler went crazy. She called me that, which I don't even want to reply here. I don't even want to repeat here. And then, you killed a ufologist, Jordan. This woman is insane. That's her. Recognize her? She calls herself Q's number one warrior, officially an ambassador to the Galactics for disclosure. <laughs> Orbs appear in my videos to confirm me. Come firm. Jordan Sather is CIA, NASA. Oh, wow. Not only is my dad CIA, but I'm CIA. And not just am I CIA, I am also NASA. And I killed a UFO. Oh, Jesus. Wish I'd do Gart and put Gunnels in his place. He said Maui is fake, all CGI. Oh yeah, Gunnels says a lot of dumb shit, but that's next level dumb shit. I have a friend in Maui who lost her home. I, I personally know people who, well. Y'all know, man. Gunnels is just Gunnels, and he's gonna be Gunnels, and his ego is his own problem. Uh, what are my thoughts on the Law of One stuff? Now, after all these years, was it all bullshit? You know, it's something that you... You can't... You can't prove. It's foolish to outright believe it as fact. But it's also foolish to outright toss it out the window. So, when it comes to the Law of One, I still... Do I want to say take some of it seriously? I guess. I mean, there's some of it where I don't necessarily... You know, I hold, I hold it at a distance. But other parts of the books I do find 
worthy of contemplation, I guess we could say. So that's my answer to that. I've read the first two books. I think there's what, four or five? Bunch of them. I've just read the first two. And they're tough reads. And you really gotta have like an open mind to a huge perspective to be able to grasp whatever the hell is written in that book. Um, but some of it's a little out there. Even with having an open mind, it's like a little out there. Yes, public service announcement. I will never message you on Telegram or Facebook or Instagram or any account asking about crypto or the financial crash or trying to get you to buy XRP tokens or whatever the heck. This is just, it's a scam that runs in every industry, not just the truth patriot community, but every industry. There are tons of scammers that make fake profiles and then direct message their followers. So I just came across some freaking fake Facebook account that has like 400 followers of me the other day and they were posting about the quantum financial system and trying to get people to prepare for the crash and buy crypto coins. Happens all the time in every industry. Same thing happens in like the fitness industry where popular fitness influencers will have tons of fake accounts messaging their followers. It happens everywhere. Jill Biden just tested positive for the COOF, according to Chief Nerd. Well, she's a doctor, so she should be able to handle it. must be strange to hear made up BS about yourself. It truly is. <laughs> I just read the wackiest shit. I'm like, where do they get this? I'm CIA, NASA, killed a ufologist. My dad is CIA. So that wasn't you on Telegram wishing you blessings and saying that you hope you is having nice days with a shark emoji. <laughs> no, I was not asking for Bob's in Vagine. Please send bitcoins to this Nigerian address. I am Prince. Make dream come true.
you guys ever watched some of those YouTube videos of uh, hackers that target call center scammers? Those are fun to watch. target call center scammers in like India and then they send them like a photo of them through their webcam and their address while they're on the phone with them <laughs> I love those videos All right, guys, out for real this time. Good chat. Appreciate you guys being here. You guys are great. I will see you on Wednesday for the next stream. We'll see what weird stuff happens by then. We'll see what government agency that I'm a part of by Wednesday. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Have a great week. I will see you in 48 hours.